0: Hey everybody, it's Adrian. So before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to let you guys know that we now have a Patreon. Yes, we have a Patreon. It has been set up. You can feel free to go and check out the tiers and see what's going on. We are so excited about it. We are really, really stoked to bring you guys some bonus content. And of course... Who knows maybe some things in the future so go ahead and check it out you can find it at patreon.com slash slash pod that is a mouthful again that's patreon.com slash slasher pod and it's slasher with two h's so s-l-a-s-h-h-e-r slash her pod and go check out the tiers and we appreciate you guys' support let's go ahead and jump into the episode Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. My name is Adrian, and I'm Stormy. And welcome back to the what is this? The third week in aquatic Aquatic horror. Horror. Horror? I think so. Aquatic horror month. I think
1: it's number three.
0: Crazy. I feel like this month has been going on for a very long time.
1: Yeah. I'm tired.
0: The shallows <laughs> feel like we... I feel like we talked about that last Six year. months ago. Yeah. Why? Literally feels like It feels
1: like a ago. million
0: years ago. But And we're still in it. So this is crazy. Does this month feel long to anybody else? Anybody?
1: Maybe it's the stress.
0: Maybe that's what it is. It just feels like it's dragging. <laughs> um, And honestly, it kind of translates to today's topic. Because we were tasked... <laughs> by our past selves to talk about Lake Placid today. Uh, Quite honestly, in honor of Betty White, when she passed near the beginning of the year, we were like, okay, let's slip Lake Placid into our Aquatic horror Month. And, you know, we went with it, and we watched it. And I don't think we have a lot to say about it.
1: Rest in peace, Betty, but rest in peace my fucking soul after
0: (laughs) being sucked out by this movie it
1: felt so long
0: it felt
1: i fell asleep like six times
0: i i just wasn't sure where we were going you know what i'm saying it was very confusing the entire time i just yeah that was a lot sorry betty (laughs) <laughs> love you though but she was amazing in oh, yeah what she was doing at a least. very
1: delusional old lady thinking she's doing what's best <laughs> She's just keeping some house pets
0: oh my goodness okay so listen everybody so we're still going to talk about lake placid obviously it's you know what we're going to do it's the theme of the month but it probably won't be as long of a discussion as usual with the movies So since we're going to cut that short, (laughs) we thought it would also maybe be fun. Hopefully you guys are into it. Uh, You know, if you guys aren't into Stranger Things, then I'm very sorry. You can skip ahead. We still have our Lake Placid discussion. um, It'll be after
1: the commercial break. If That'll help you skip to where you need to be.
0: Exactly that. So, yeah, skip ahead to the commercial break. And right after that, you know, there'll be, you know, talks about crocodiles or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, talks
1: about cracks.
0: <laughs> but we thought it'd be fun to pretty much maybe kind of give our spoiler thoughts on the most recent season of Stranger Things. I mean, yes. it's obviously horror bleeds through this show. So, I mean, it makes sense for us to talk about it. And I think it'd be fun to dish a little bit.
1: Yes. So, if you have not seen season four... Honestly, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, I don't know why you would listen unless you want spoilers. Right. Um, But especially if you haven't seen season four, please skip ahead for Crocs and
0: Talks. (laughs) For Crocs and Maine. Lots of Maine happening in that movie. Uh, But, yeah, let's go ahead and just get straight into Stranger Things season four. So, first off, Stormy had never seen Stranger Things until, like, what? A month ago?
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much like um, no, almost exactly a month. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. You binged watch the fuck out of this show. I
1: sure did. Every free second I had traveling, every free second I had at work, every free second I had. in night and we finished it up here together.
0: Yeah, you were dedicated. And honestly, I mean, was it the hype of like season four that got you like moving maybe?
1: Yeah. Well, I saw Eddie, um, a lot of Eddie, uh, like...
0: Like fan art and stuff? Fan art,
1: yeah, fan clips. And I'm like, I feel like I would vibe with this person. And with how much you talk about Stranger Things. I mean, everybody raves online. So I was like, you know what, maybe it's time. Okay. And also, whenever I'm stressed, I decide to delve into a show to try and distract, just like I did with (laughs) Riverdale. Oh, my god. So...
0: Yeah. And I mean the the shitty thing there is like you know, I, I wasn't dedicated enough to Riverdale to really get into that with you. Uh but I've of ov- you know, obviously have um, you know, enjoyed Stranger Things and we can easily get into it. So first off, I mean how was the journey going through like the entire season? <laughs> like season one, two, three, like what how do you feel about those seasons in general?
1: Um, I really, really enjoyed the first season. No, I can't even say that I didn't enjoy like the other two. Okay. I think, I think, I think two is my least favorite. Oh, okay. No, wait. (sighs) Okay, so I'm torn between two and three being my least favorite. It probably goes like one, four, and then three and two are fighting for the bottom slots. Mm. Um. The only reason I hate 3 more, I don't want to say hate, but didn't enjoy it as much as Hopper is just spiraling. Hate in, number, in season 3? Yeah. Yeah. He spirals so fucking hard that I like I don't know if it's my daddy issues <laughs> or what, but they I just don't enjoy Hopper, which is such a struggle for me because I became, I came to love him so much right. in one and two that, like, it was a hard pill to swallow.
0: Yeah. I think with season three, you 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 see a lot of characters, like, shift a little bit in mm-hmm. their, like, dynamic and their, like, tone. Uh, so I think season three threw a lot of people off, I feel like. But I really do enjoy it. I think it's a fun season. I think, too, I mean, I don't know, right now it would have to be at the bottom of my ranking, but -hmm. that's because I haven't rewatched it in a very long time. I've seen it twice. i watched it twice, but that was like near the beginning, like when it first came out. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. That was like years ago now. Uh, So like, I don't remember it too well. I mean, I remember the plot. I remember most of it and I watched the finale not too long ago again, Mm -hmm. Uh, but like, I don't, I haven't rewatched it recently to like really rank it. Yeah. But season 1's iconic?
1: Oh yeah. What what is your ranking then? Um
0: I really like season 4 volume 1 like a lot. Mhm. Um so it kind of makes me want to put, can we separate them? Can we do season four, volume one, and then season four, volume two in our ranking?
1: If you want to. Is that crazy? Mine are, looped, mine are stuck together, but you can separate them if you want.
0: Yeah, because I would probably do season four, volume one at the very top, and then probably season one, and then probably season four, volume two, and then season three, and then season two.
1: Yeah. I kind of like that.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel. I agree. That's how I feel. And I mean, it sucks. And honestly, season four, volume two and season three can honestly swap at any given second.
1: I don't know. I'm pretty obsessed with.
0: I mean, because, you know, season three give us scoops ahoy.
1: Mm, Yeah. We do get Robin.
0: We do get Robin.
1: Two, we get Max, though. True. Which I didn't. In the beginning, I did not care for Max. Max is probably one of the characters that grew the most for me. Yeah, Yeah,
0: she's definitely had a lot of growth on this show. She's great. I love Max.
1: Who is your favorite character from each season?
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. I think season one, uh, I really enjoyed uh, Joyce in season one. Uh, I really enjoyed Winona in season one. I The main reason I even watched Stranger Things season one was because Winona Writer was in it. Um, you know, so she was a big, like, she was it for me in season one. I loved her. I loved her performance. She was acting, and I thought she was amazing. Um, so I think she might be my favorite. I think if I had to pick somebody second, probably Elle. Okay. For the first season.
1: Um, I think for the first season it would be, uh, be Joyce because I vibe with her so much like as a mother like I just know I would be that desperate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would act exactly like her um in season one Joyce or probably Mike I really like Mike in season one as he gets older not so much but in yes. season one I really enjoy him
0: He's a really uh <sighs> He is, as they say, or as Will told him in season four, he is the heart of the group in the first season, especially. Um, So, yeah, I kind of miss that, Mike. Kind of stinks where he is at this moment. But, you know, hopefully with the development of, like, this relationship, potentially with Will, uh, maybe it'll all make sense and come together in the end. Hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, he was great in the first season, but it's, it's, it's it sucks kind of to like point anybody out. Cause I think the first season, everybody's great. You know, everybody does what they're supposed to, uh, you know, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do and it made for like something so memorable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the entire friend group is great. Lucas is great. Dustin's amazing. Will of course is great in the first season and I don't know. It's just amazing. And I mean, at the time, just because I had been on the stranger things train, uh, since the beginning, you know, like I've seen how the people have reacted to things. So Barb dying and becoming like such a meme was ridiculous. And just the vibes of season one were immaculate. It was amazing. It was amazing to just see it all become like such a pop culture phenomenon.
1: I already forgot Barb died. <laughs> I mean,
0: the honestly, The instant at point, I saw
1: her, I was ready for her to die, so. Uh,
0: okay, wow.
1: She plays this a similar character in Riverdale. Just...
0: Are they similar at all? Um... (laughs) Are they really? Or is she just the same person?
1: No, like, they're they're meek (laughs) (laughs) fucking characters. And then, yeah, I feel like they have a lot of similarities. (laughs) I'm not going to fight with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired.
0: (laughs) It's a late recording tonight, honey. But, yeah, Um,
1: quite literally laying on the floor while we're recording.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And me always being, you know, chaos. Always trying Mm -hmm. to stir the pot. Um... Okay, well... Didn't
1: care for Barb at uh, all. I already forgot that she died.
0: uh, Well, honestly, by the time season two was wrapping up, I also had just forgotten about Barb. But I'm saying like, at the time when season one was happening, it was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was a meme at that point. It was crazy. Um, Season two, I really need to rewatch that season. It's been so long since I've seen it again recently. Um, But I remember liking a lot of it. I know that Will like slays the house down that season. Like he's giving... A performance, you know, give him all the awards because he's acting. That's when he's like possessed in the the shed, and he's like screaming, and it's crazy, girl. And he's like the fucking exorcist at the very end when he's like fucking spitting out the mind flare from his body when they have all the fucking like heat lamp things on him. Yeah, yeah, he slays in that season. He really does. So, season two, favorite characters. Uh, who would you You do season two first Who was your favorite
1: uh, I think Hopper And Jonathan Are my favorite
0: In season two Yeah I'm trying to remember Jonathan's like arc In that season
1: You kind of just get to see him More Okay Um, I kind of I feel like if I was anybody In this universe I would probably be a Jonathan mm-hmm. Or a Dustin
0: Definitely. I yeah. definitely see you being out of one of those for sure. <laughs> I definitely carry Max, maybe. Yeah. Especially season four, Max. Um, season three, Max. And girl. season two, Max, girl.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I'm <laughs> always moody.
0: I'm always moody, yeah. Uh, she always has a mood about her, so that's definitely my vibe. Okay. Season two, then. Let's, I mean, Hopper really is great in this season. I think this is where Hopper's he really hot. starts to. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is hot. So
1: but fucking We'll hot. bring a full circle for
0: us. So fucking hot. Um, oh, my God. Who would I say my favorite is? Okay, so again, it's been a minute since I've seen season two. Um, so I can't, like, I don't know. I feel like I can't, like, have a just answer. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. If I'm racking my brain with what I remember from the season, I remember I was really hyped up when s- uh, Steve like stood up to Billy and like, I was trying to help protect the kids. And I think he had a really fun arc that season. Um, and that's when he became like, you know, Daddy Steve. <laughs> that's when he became really hot and sexy. Um, so I really enjoyed him in that season. So maybe Steve, but it's been a minute since I've seen that season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Season three, who would you say was your favorite? Mm. Who was slaying the house down boots in season three?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what fucking happened in season three. Hold on. Oh, my on.
0: God, girl, so much. So much. Season three is probably the one I've honestly seen the most. <laughs> it's like the craziest one. So it's kind of like an easy rewatch because it's more bright and vibrant. is so, it the mind flare? Yeah, it's like the big mind flare. The mall. It's like the mall vibe.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh uh, okay. I'm it's fun to think.
0: rewatch. It's really colorful.
1: This is where Dustin and Steve start being friends, right?
0: Yeah, this is when they become like really Okay. Yeah. Friendly.
1: So I would probably say them as a character duo. Um their friendship is so fun to me. Yeah. Like I want I mean, obviously <laughs> you're my best friend, but like I want that vibe, you yeah. know what I mean? No, honestly. So probably that probably Steve and Dustin.
0: Yeah, they're great. They're like dicks to each other, but the emotions are not there. You know? They can be like, they're reading each other, literally reading each other Mm -hmm. consistently. And I also enjoy
1: enjoy Robin a lot.
0: Yeah, she's great.
1: Because, I mean, obviously a lesbian character is always...
0: Right. (sighs) Okay. Work. So, Steven, Dustin, the duo. Yes. Okay. I think for me... Hmm... Season three is a tricky. Max one. is
1: so good in season three too.
0: Fake. I do her enjoy. I do enjoy her in that season too. I really like Al in season three too because the whole "I dump your ass" thing is so funny, <laughs> and her and Max becoming best friends is cute. Everything I've ever needed.
1: Yeah. Um, I wanted that friendship growing up.
0: Uh, honestly, they were so cute together. Um, damn, I don't know. I think I really enjoy Nancy in this season, if I'm being honest. I really like the full... I mean, she's always had, like, the reporter vibes. Um, but this season, especially because she's, like, being, like, picked on by the guys at uh, the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, I just like that story. You know, they call her Nancy Drew and make fun of her, but, like, her character arc really becomes, like, fully Nancy Drew. So, I really enjoy, like, her journey throughout the season. Her and Jonathan both. I think that they were kind of, like, my favorite duo. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe those two, I really like them in this season. But I also, again, maybe my second place would maybe go to Robin because I'm gonna loop Jonathan and Nancy together. I liked what they were doing. Yeah, um, but I think Robin for sure. Yeah, My Hawk was amazing. She wanted Robin to be a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, come on. We applaud that. We love. We love. I love the the moment in the bathroom, obviously, when she has, you know, with. Steve's confession of love <laughs> or interest at least, you know, she has to tell him, you know, that she can't she's reciprocate. Not gonna, uh, yeah. Reciprocate that, yeah. It's Awkward. great. It's a great scene. For Steve. Um in season four, who was your fave?
1: Mm, Eddie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, work.
1: <laughs> Probably Eddie. But I also really enjoy Will's character. Okay. But maybe that's like I feel I uh I feel for him a little bit. Like him coming out to Mike in a way. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I sympathize with him a lot. Yeah. But I need to talk to his hairstylist. Oh yeah. Why was- has he been stuck with this bowl cut for four Seasons,
0: yeah, like just let it grow out, you know. Yeah, don't cut it. I mean, Mike
1: gets like the cool long hair, yeah. Everybody else is just letting their hair grow out. Does his curly cues,
0: yeah. But honestly, being a young gay growing up, like you are especially in the 80s, yeah. Like, you're very meticulous, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I was very hyper aware of how I looked constantly, you know. You don't want to seem too gay. And you know, but you also want to still feel clean and fresh. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. You're very hyper aware of how you're being, you know, presented to the world, sadly, you know.
1: I also really like Luke though. Luke. Who's, Who's Luke? Playing? Lucas.
0: Oh, Lucas. Yeah, Sorry, I really I like Lucas. Luke, Lucas. <laughs> no, I really like Lucas in the season too.
1: He it, like he's typical coming of age story where you like You have your old friends who are quote unquote like losers and you want to be popular, like that whole thing. (laughs) I felt that back in the day. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I didn't. um, I I just hated that he had to interact with all those people. Yeah. Um, But it did give him something to do. I'm glad that he ditched them pretty quickly. Well, I guess not even pretty quickly. It was a few episodes in. Um,
1: And whenever he makes me really sad, the entire time he's interacting with Max. It's like young loves rough.
0: Yeah. Poor sweet babies. I think for me, for this season, I think Max is the best, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I Max think she's is going through a lot. <laughs> she's going through a Not lot. Not
1: only is she being fucking hunted by Vecna, like sh- her brother died. She's being haunted by her brother, essentially.
0: Yeah. And to kind of just like start diving into just some quick thoughts on just the most recent season. Uh, like the first couple episodes of the season are like amazing i love the first four episodes because those are like those four together for like just like the uh, like the horror heavy yeah nightmare and elm street vibe i mean vecna always has that vibe throughout the rest of the season too. obviously and there's also great moments later on in the season but those four episodes definitely have like the horror heavy elements Mm -hmm. um At least that's just how I felt. Like, the music scores, especially, and with the angles and the direction. Like, spooky stuff was still happening in the later episodes, but it all felt very, like, high action. (laughs) Like, high intense horror. This was all, like, the slow build horror. They had some really nice, like, shots and overhead angles that they were giving us here. Uh, It was great. Like, yeah, serving a Nightmare on the street, hands down. Oh, yeah. And I ate it up, girl. I really did. I really liked it.
1: I think Eddie has, like, a total of, like, 20 <laughs> minutes on screen total.
0: <laughs> Throughout the entire season? I don't think yeah. so. At least an hour.
1: It's really not that much at all. and uh, But he's, I don't know, he's quite the black sheep, and I associate with that.
0: You're horny.
1: I Yes, he's very <laughs> attractive. Mm-hmm. But also, he stands for a lot. He's the, like, the, like... Theatric person who, like, wants to... When it comes down to it, he wants... Once you're in his heart, you're in his heart, and he wants to protect you, Uh, like...
0: uh, What? uh, I'm just hearing a lot of, like, horniness.
1: (laughs) That's not (laughs) horny! (laughs) Me fucking talking about heart qualities, and you're like, you. so you want to suck his dick.
0: (laughs) No, he really is great in this season. And he... Has such a hard, I don't know. His story is really heartbreaking, obviously, because he is branded for murder for what has happened, and he is pretty much like made out to be like a cult leader by this small town (laughs) by Hawkins.
1: They're called Hellfire.
0: It's like it's so sad that that's his reputation, and I also feel bad for his uncle. Forty-two minutes throughout. Okay, see, almost an hour. (laughs) Almost an hour. Good for him. but yeah, like it's, I feel bad for his uncle because, like, literally people just harass him. Yes, and it's so sad. And it's sad that he, I mean, spoilers again, these are spoiler thoughts. And you know, he ends up dying at the end of the season, or so we think. You know, the theories yeah. are um, aplenty are right now, but he's definitely know. a
1: victim of the satanic panic of the 80s.
0: Yeah, and the Duffers, obviously, as they have said, were very in. You know, tent on you know, bringing the satanic panic into this season,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: you know, I it plays out in Eddie's story, and it's very sad.
1: He never got to hear Inter (laughs) Sandman.
0: Oh my god, okay, so wait, let's talk about like the music because the fact that this season really got the girls going on the internet is crazy. Kate Bush is all over. Oh my God. Making so much money right if now. If I
1: never heard that fucking song again, I would be
0: satisfied. <laughs> oh, it's such a great song.
1: It is. But
0: I mean, I've only watched right this episode. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's crazy. It's I've watched this season
1: once. And between that and TikTok, I'm tired.
0: <laughs> I still love it. I fell in love with that song um, for the first time when I heard it on Pose. On season one of Pose, it was used in a scene. I mean, it was used pretty consistently throughout the season, mm-hmm. um, as like uh, two characters' like love story it was like their love song kind of thing. Yeah, um, and I fell in love with the song with that like holes. Like I, you need to watch that show, by the way. Yeah, um, but that's when I fell in love with it. So, and I took. I, I didn't watch season four like at the start. Like I took a little bit to watch it. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that that song was like blowing up even before I watched it, I was like, okay, interesting. And people were just crazy right off the bat. But I'm happy, honestly. Kate Push deserves. But I also need to know how
1: much money she's made off of Stranger Things so far.
0: Oh, so much money as she deserves. Go off, girl. Uh, but also Metallica. Don't. Dun, dun, dun. Iconic. Dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. It really is really good. We watched that scene a million Master of times. Puppets. Yeah. It's great. Just between the music, the the lightning, the red in the sky, like I don't know. The visual, they nailed this scene. <laughs> it's
0: so good. It really is. The visuals are
1: really beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's a great. It's just great. It's so great. And let's talk about Vecna.
1: Joseph Quint, hold on. Oh, also Joseph Quint plays. <laughs> s- shut up. <laughs> he plays the guitar. Like this is quite literally him playing.
0: Yeah, he learned how to play.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I don't know, I don't know if Metallica is problematic. I guess I should see, but it's <laughs> oh <my laughs> the <goodness>. songs. <laughs> I mean, it's always no. safe
0: to be, you know, cautious. Yeah. But a great song, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It's a really great song. Um, what about Black Knight? But I real, you know. Rebuke that, if, you know, problematic things come <laughs>
1: rebuke <laughs> We rebuke.
0: Um, uh, yeah, Vecna. So, Vecna is oh. crazy. Again, she is serving Freddy Cougar. You know, she's strutting down these hallways, and she's whipping out that weird claw hand thing that she has, and she's snapping bones. And she's slaying children, <laughs> quite literally slaying children. And I'm living for it, girl. S- episode one, Chrissy's whole, like, story is heartbreaking a lot of people like really of course have attached to the character and are like you know really saddened by her death and it makes that first episode stand out like it was really impactful to see her die in such a vicious way at the end and not that stranger things hasn't been like spooky and scary and crazy at you know throughout the past seasons but just something about that scene in particular was like really like Oh, fuck. This is crazy. And, you know, Eddie's reaction to it is crazy. I mean, and that's also blown up on TikTok. Um, But it's just such a great start to the season. And those first couple episodes, again, I mean, those probably are, like, some of my favorite (laughs) episodes, period. So they're great. This is a great season.
1: The visuals of her death are nice. Uh, I didn't give a fuck about her, though. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I thought she was going to be a much bigger part of the season uh i don't know what led me to believe that i didn't think she would be like first kill but i was very surprised when that (laughs) happened
0: um
1: uh, also vecna looks like if vecna looks like the grinch if the grinch didn't have any hair
0: oh my god yes i've seen people say that online (laughs) that's very funny to me the grinch um uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of people maybe were kind of, like, taken aback by Volume 2 just because there was so much happening at the end of the season.
1: It's exhausting. It so was a f- lot. more following, like, what, four storylines?
0: Yeah, it's a lot happening in those last few episodes, the last two episodes. It's a lot.
1: And it's hard for me to conceptualize that, like, all of these things are happening at the same time. I'm like, oh, my God, Vecna wouldn't have waited this long. But I have yeah. to think about, like...
0: It's like they this needed... This all a,
1: happening at once.
0: Like, I don't know, five more episodes? Like, I don't know. Just make the season a yeah, little bit Yeah, why can't we have a Germany
1: episode?
0: <laughs> Give us 15 episodes, maybe. You know, make go. them all 40 minutes, 15 episodes. You know, because, I mean, jam-packing it all into that two and a half hours was crazy. That was stressful. It was very stressful. It was also, a long
1: ride. Also, <laughs> like, the California crew, we lose them for so long. Like, they're just piddle pedaling through fucking california
0: <laughs> girl most of the time in this last episode especially mm-hmm. people are just like sitting by and waiting <laughs> like i just feel like people are just waiting for their cue it's crazy and everything's just happening so you know in sync with one another it's crazy yeah um you know but it's you know the fun of it all i guess but it really is just too much <laughs> it's a <laughs> lot happening the last episode it is and her girl Max, I mean, that was very um, gagged when her bones started to crack at the end. It I made me
1: really sad whenever she's with Lucas and she's <sighs> like, I can't see or feel anything. And I'm oh. like, oh, no. Oh,
0: our poor girl.
1: Elle walks into, like, an empty room in her brain, which I, I'm assuming that means she's, like, brain dead. Yeah. Like, she's not coming back.
0: Yeah. I think the Duffer Brothers have said that she is brain dead. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens in season five. I am excited still. You know, it was a lot to take in, but I just really hope it all ends on a really good and impactful note. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's wrapped up really well.
1: I've seen theories that Eddie's going to come back from something in D&D. have seen that
0: th- as I'm well. not
1: versed in Dragon Dungeons and Dragons. I wish I was smart enough to play it. I don't know if I'm that quick on my feet. But, uh, yeah. So, looking forward to seeing if he comes back.
0: Yeah, I feel like he probably will. Well, they'll probably figure out a way to do so. Right. Everybody was very sad when he bit the dust.
1: Every time we've watched it, I've cried.
0: (laughs) He was crazy, though. What was he thinking? I mean, I understand what he was thinking. Like, I get he was trying to be, you know, a hero, he's trying to protect people oh my goodness, there are Take so, care of those many little sheets. so many bats. So many bats. So many bats. I always say let's play it smart. Let's like st- 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 b- blow it up maybe Instead a bomb. You know? Yeah. They've made explosives before. <laughs> <laughs> <Dustin's> <laughs> like <a bomb>.
1: very- <laughs> Dustin randomly has bombs, so
0: yeah, they should have done something to like blow them all up. Very
1: scouts guide to the. Uh- Zombie apocalypse, where they just whip out a bomb.
0: Oh, my gosh. Those same vibes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I uh, I don't know why, but the line where he goes, um, the Shire is burning, so Mordor it is. I don't know why that resonates like so hard for me. I've held on to it since I heard it the first time.
0: Have I you think. seen Lord of the Rings? Yes. Do you like Lord of the Rings?
1: Yeah, but I don't really care. I didn't... Like, I would... I don't know. I would get those words tattooed, but I wouldn't have before just because of Lord of the Rings. Right. I don't know.
0: I mean, it's a very impactful line because obviously it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't go home. So what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. And that's his whole story arc pretty much, you know, straight into death. He's willing to just face it all because what does he have to go back to? I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) cry. Um... But, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about with Stranger Things. And, honestly, there's too much to talk about, truly. We can go episode by episode. Um, But let's go ahead and, you know, wrap it up there. Let's go ahead and do a quick discussion on, I was about to say the cave, on Lake Placid. (laughs) Same vibes. Um, (laughs) Same vibes. And, you know, maybe, hey, we'll do more discussions here and there on stranger things in the future or something who knows um maybe we'll do like live reactions or something at some point like i don't know clubhouse or something but let's go ahead and just take a quick break and we'll be back and we'll be talking lake placid Hey everybody so if you're enjoying the podcast so far definitely look into giving us a rating it would be really really beneficial we're open to ideas and feedback it really goes a long way so go ahead and look into giving us a rating again we're on apple spotify podbean and many more places but for now let's go ahead and get back to the show Alrighty, everybody, we are back, and this week we are talking Lake Placid. So, originally released on July 16th, 1999, the film was made on an estimated budget of $35 million. It would go on to see an opening weekend of around $10 million and a worldwide gross of around $56 million. With a runtime of one hour and 22 minutes, the film was directed by Steve Miner. And we have a cast of people that I did not recognize besides Betty White. We have Bridget Fonda as Kelly, Bill Pullman as Jack, Oliver Platt as Hector, Brendan Gleeson as Sheriff Hank, Betty White as Mrs. Dolores Bickerman, David James Lewis as Walt, Tim Dixon as Steven, Natasha Moth as genie and i don't know if anybody else really matters um so yeah lake placid so three people attempt to stop a gigantic crocodile who is terrorizing residents in black lake maine so lake placid um so yes we did put this movie into the uh the ring because of <laughs> the passing of betty white and any chance that we have to talk about buddy white we're gonna take it because um, she's fantastic, and I think she slays in this movie. She was the best part in this movie, and I loved her. She was so funny.
1: We probably spent less than 10 minutes with her, but she's the best part of the movie.
0: Right, which is crazy. Now, first off, bitch, what the fuck? I'm watching a movie about a crocodile who is in a saltwater lake in Maine, Right. Yes. That's what we're watching. Right. Why am I not seeing this thing tearing people apart? Right? Yeah.
1: We have, like, what? A kill count of, like, two?
0: uh, Like, three, maybe. Three or four. um, But, like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, we didn't get any gore, really. I mean, I guess we got that guy, like, ripped in half.
0: Yeah, so the beginning gave me a lot of hope. Because the movie starts with a person who's tagging beavers with the sheriff out in the lake and he's down there and he gets attacked by, you know, this huge crocodile. Um, and when he gets pulled out of the water by the sheriff, his body's been ripped in half and it's a, it's a good visual. And for 1999, I was gagging. So it was like a shocking start to the movie. And honestly, like I remember watching this movie as a kid, but like, I remember really nothing about it. I just remember, I honestly have a specific memory at a specific home With my family and like a group of people that they were hanging out with. Like, I remember the setting of where I was when this movie was being played, but I just don't remember what happened. So, when this movie started like this, I was like, oh, maybe this movie's badass. Yeah. Yeah. I was sadly mistaken.
1: Unfortunately. Like I said, I quite literally fell asleep like six times. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Wait, first off, you didn't say that yes. <laughs> until just now.
1: Yes, I did. I said it earlier. <laughs>
0: did you say that you fell asleep? Yeah. Honestly, girl, it it, it gives those vibes. It like, took two
1: people to keep me awake. It was rough. literally like stormy, and then they touch my foot or stormy, they touch my arm. <laughs> like, girl, I cannot. There's nothing happening on screen.
0: Yeah, and again, like it starts off again with like I'm feeling the hope you know what i'm saying i'm like okay cool and then we go into meeting our first like main character we have kelly who is (laughs) she works at a museum she's a paleontologist and she finds out that her ex-boyfriend who recently dumped her dumped her to be with somebody who she thought was her friend a co-worker and this coworker comes up and tells her, girl, it was giving full like 90 sitcom uh realness, girl. I was like, this is crazy. Don't be
1: mad. This started before you even came into the picture. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, girl. I was like, what? This we watched this
1: literally thirty minutes ago and <laughs> I don't remember anything about it.
0: <laughs> um But yeah, it starts like that. And then we're like, okay, so we're supposed to feel bad for this girl, right? So then she is sent by her boss, who's her ex-boyfriend, to go and see this tooth that's been discovered in this massacre (laughs) down in Maine. And so, like, to get her away. Get her away from the office. Go away. You know, they hate her being around at this <laughs> point. And she's like, I you're get it. You're interrupting
1: my happy relationship. Get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, like,
0: you're really the elephant in the room 24-7. <laughs> go <laughs> away, Kelly. So they send her off to Maine, and she willingly goes. Well, not willingly. She gives, you know, as she does throughout the movie. She gives some <laughs> sass. Um, but, yeah, she then she goes off to Maine to see what's going on. And we are then, you know, thrust into a world of... Just horrendous characters with little to no charisma who are just so ridiculously vapid for some random reason. And it's just like, what are we watching? And the sad part is, is none of these people are killed. None of them are torn apart by this huge crocodile that's in the saltwater in Maine.
1: It would have made some of them tolerable if I knew that they eventually got what they
0: deserved and i would have been
1: bit in half
0: yes girl i would have been fucking snapping my fingers if this crocodile was tearing these people apart i would be so happy they're all miserable miserable and the only people that die are like people who just like randomly show up to be killed (laughs) you know so i'm like why are the people who are like ruining this movie not being (laughs) killed and the
1: quote unquote bad guy's Betty White. <laughs>
0: right. She's like the bad guy, the villain in this scenario, you know, raising these crocodiles and keeping <laughs> them in these waters um, and sacrificing her husband to them. Uh, it, like, she's the bad she said, person. She's for the
1: greater good.
0: <laughs> but she's the best part about this.
1: Yeah. It's I'll, crazy. I'm really sorry for anybody who really loves this movie. Um, if you do, please reach out uh, because I want you to come on the podcast and explain why. Because I cannot fathom that.
0: Now, listen, I will say, watching this movie, I did have a sense of nostalgia, and it did offer a little bit of comfort, because it felt very 90s. It felt very reminiscent of, you know, everything it's I was very this campy. Time. Very campy, but it was, you know, very Deep Blue Sea. It was very, you know, okay. wanting to be Jurassic Park. It was very mimic. Like, it has the same vibes as a lot of horror, um, or like you know action-y horror thriller things were in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, so it felt like comforting at times. So I can see this being something that I would if I was like super high and wanted to see something stupid. It
1: didn't help. I was <laughs> I was super high. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but hey, it might hit at some random point in my life. But it's not something I'm gonna come back to anytime soon. I don't think. Unless it's to like see Betty White's moments. The
1: way they just hold a 30 foot gator. I mean, crocodile on a semi-bed when they eventually capture it. They're just hauling it away.
0: <laughs> I feel like it would die.
1: I don't think it would die. Why would it die? They can live on land. For how though. long? I don't know, actually.
0: I mean, I don't know either. I just feel like they would die, right? Should we Let's ask Google. Yeah, look into that. Uh, but yeah, so as uh, with it being an hour and 22 minutes, it definitely doesn't feel like it. Now, there are a lot of, like, fun moments, I will say. Like, I will use that term loosely. But there are some fun moments in this movie. Uh, near the beginning, you know, Kelly shows up to Maine. She meets the guy that she's going to fall in love with. What is his
1: name? I have no idea. He
0: is just be- painfully boring. Um, you know, so it's not any surprise that I don't remember him uh jack jack so she meets jack who works for he worked for what again like food and game or something like that yeah for the feds is this a federal
1: thing Vision game, I think. A government thing? It's a, it is a government-run program, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so he's
0: there, and he, you know, is there to help figure out what's going on. You know, this man's been torn to pieces in this random little lake. <laughs> so they are all, like, banding together to go figure out what's happening, and they are then met with this guy. What is his name? Hector, played by Oliver Platt. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that was Oliver Platt. It didn't look like him. That doesn't click for me. He, if you saw his face, maybe he would look kind of familiar to you. Let me show you.
1: <laughs> if I saw his face as if I didn't just watch a movie with him.
0: This, this guy right here.
1: Uh, oh.
0: Right? He's been in stuff. Wow. Um. So, And I've seen him before, but I didn't know that that was who he was. Me either. He that was
1: feels very um. Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface. Oh. Not, not that he's being disrespectful, but that like you don't recognize him because he's yeah,
0: that. he has a tan. Yeah, yeah, he definitely feels like he's trying to be exotic, quote unquote. It yeah. feels yeah, it feels a little weird. And like also, he,
1: why is he so? T- I mean, I guess he's he flew in from.
0: Somewhere else, never mind.
1: I was gonna be like, why is he that tan in Maine?
0: But yeah, and I also feel like he's also like trying to like do like an accent, but then he's not at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he randomly
1: drops the accent, and I'm like, hold on, what?
0: It's weird. His performance is weird and his character's awful, and I really wish he would have died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm so disappointed. And it feels like the movie wants us to root for these people and like we're supposed to think they're funny, and I just don't see it. Like this is 1999, so I know like times were different. But like Hector and the sheriff like hate each other, but they're both awful. So I'm like, are we supposed to think this is like a funny ha ha? These two can't get along. But like, so the what?
1: archaeologist is awful too.
0: The paleontologist. It's, yeah, yeah, right. she's so like, like right away like insulting people. And honestly, like I she slapped. She slapped somebody uh,
1: twice in a row. And it was crazy.
0: I'm like, girl, don't go slapping people like that. I mean, it like <laughs> like, I mean, was the sheriff, so, and you know what? He probably is a piece of shit. And he is a piece of shit. He makes, like, you know, uh, homophobic comments and shit um, pretty often throughout this movie. So, whatever, slap him again, I guess. But, like, it's still, like, girl, like, I wouldn't slap somebody. Like, I, would, I would probably, I would be afraid to get killed. But she's yeah. over here just walking around in, like, the middle of nowhere. She's never been here and just, like, reading people the house down she's fucking dragging people through the mud she's like calling their mom's names it feels like it feels like she's calling out people personally and i'm like girl like like, girl calm down you're by yourself like let's not like let's not make enemies out of everybody right away
1: yeah i understand you're upset with the male
0: like pop population
1: like chill
0: yeah, I, I mean, she's reeling from a very hard breakup. Would you, do you think like you would react like that after like a breakup?
1: Attacking everybody? No, I didn't attack anybody after my <laughs> my divorce.
0: Yeah, hmm. I don't think I would do that either.
1: And I'm destructive, so
0: yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's a lot to take in right away. Um, but she's, oh my God, and she like knows Hector, and he like tries to make a f- a funny ha ha joke that they fucked, and she's like, no, we didn't have sex, and I'm like, what is this supposed to be funny?
1: Yeah. What?
0: Am I supposed to be laughing? Like, and it doesn't work. You know, like I can watch some stuff that's like questionable, and like I know it's like, you know, it's past, it's way past, it, it's past its time, you know, and. Yeah. It can still be funny, but this is just, like, not even funny. If I felt like I was watching this in 1999, I would have laughed at that.
1: Yeah. What? There's no jump what? scares. There's no gore. The lines aren't funny. The characters are miserable. That's about a wrap-up. I'm really sorry if you enjoy this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch, but there are – I love when that bitch gets launched into the air. I, oh, my God, Stormy. She was getting knocked around, like, left and right constantly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wouldn't die she (laughs) fell into the water like six times and nothing happened and nothing happened but when she got launched into the water i thought that was so funny at the end of the movie when she's swimming underneath the water and that random rock thing is floating in the water and she like hides around it and the alligator tries to eat her that's kind of cool the stump in the the random thing in the water like what is that what is that random i think it's a tree trunk it's so stupid and there's that one cop lady who's like randomly into it feels like a porno I feel she like starts
1: like get in grab my hand i'll fuck you if you get on the plane <laughs> and i'm like
0: what <laughs> i'm like bitch what where you were a badass bitch two seconds ago like you know telling people hey do this do that to like being like please get in here i'll fuck you if you get out of the water And I'm like, what? And then this alligator comes up behind, or what is this? A crocodile. The crocodile comes up behind this Hector guy, and they're like having a conversation, and he's blinking at him. And like, she's like, oh my God, get in here. And she whips her gun around, and she's like, "Ah, should I take the shot? And I'm like, yes, take the shot. What are you doing? Yes, take the shot.
1: Everybody's talking about, like, I can't get a clean shot. This thing is 30 feet long.
0: (laughs) What What are you missing? How can you not miss this? And it also is so fat. It swims (laughs) so slowly. Don't
1: fat shame this croc.
0: But it is a fat little crocodile. Little. (laughs) It is. She looks like a fat little crocodile. And I'm like, she's moving slow. Yeah. Like, what are we, how is this hard to kill?
1: I think gators are fast. I think that's the difference.
0: Yeah, they're a little bit more quick and nimble, I feel like.
1: One's freshwater, one's saltwater. So.
0: Oh, is that the difference? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And,
1: like, I think it's alligators. One of them has a more narrow nose than the other one. Like, one of them's like a V, and the other one's like a, oh. Like
0: a U. Oh.
1: And then one can, like, run like 35 miles per hour.
0: I wonder. <laughs> I want I want somebody probably to not thirty five. <laughs> don't take me up on that. Please don't
1: yell at me on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they will. Twitter's crazy. Um I wonder like what the percentages of like appearances of crocodiles and alligators in movies. Like who's used more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's use let's take a poll. Which would do you love more? Crocs or alligators? Hey, yeah,
0: like who are people vibing with more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you vibe more with Crocs? Or do you vibe more with
0: Gators? Are you a Gator fan? Um, Oh my gosh, girl. And the end of this movie is so crazy because they decide to like trap this thing, you know? The it's trapped
1: in a helicopter, first of all. Yeah,
0: and I don't understand how.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's it crazy. somehow is too wide to go through this helicopter bay door thing. <laughs> so and then they trank it, back. and they're like, "Well, we don't have to kill it, so let's just save it. Let's put it in a net." And I'm like, "This thing is thirty feet long. Why are we <laughs> trying to save this one crocodile?"
0: I mean, uh, you know, they try to like bring the point up that, like, you know, this is like a ecological thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm also on the boat of just kill this thing. Why are we keeping this deadly thing alive?
1: Y'all are forcing me to have children. Also, I feel like <laughs> trying we can they kill this crocodile. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh tell him, girl. Um, But also, like, it, it felt like they were trying to give the vibe that it was like a prehistoric thing at the very beginning. I guess it's 150 years old, so it's pretty old. But, like, I thought we were going to get like a dinosaur hybrid thing for a second. I was kind of excited. And it turned out just to be like, a, you know, a really old, but still, like, really obvious crocodile. Right. I was hoping it would be something like cool hybrid. I thought we were going to get like something super sci fi. (laughs) (laughs) So I was a little sad about that.
1: It's (laughs) giving Sharknado vibes, but even Sharknado is better than this movie.
0: And like it tries, I feel like it's so desperately trying to have us like vibe with these characters and like enjoy this I don't give adventure. A fuck about a
1: single Not character,
0: one of them. When they do go to Betty White's house for the first time, though, because she's the only person that lives near the lake. Right. Uh, you know, nobody within twenty-five miles lives <laughs> near this lake. She's the only one. Well, they say it's an old couple, and they show up, <laughs> and her husband's dead. And they're like, "Girl, what? We had you on record as two people living here." And she's like, "Oh yeah, he died two years ago." And the sheriff was like you never reported that he was dead. <laughs> and she's,
1: she's like, "Well, like, you would have killed the gator." And I'm like, well, "What?" Well, first she tells him that she killed
0: him because yeah. he asked her to, <laughs> and that she buried his body, and they just like leave. And I'm like, "Wait, we're not going to Did they just assume that we're she's not lying? Are going to prosecute that? Yeah, we're not going to be like, "Um, maybe we should take you in." They just leave her. I was like, "What?"
1: Well, and who knows if assisted suicide was a thing? In 1999,
0: May. <laughs> oh my goodness, but but she slays down the house boots. <laughs>
1: oh Anyways,
0: but she's so fucking funny. I love Betty White. Um,
1: Come nibble on Mummy's toes. Oh my god,
0: she says you're all a bunch of cock suckers. I knew it. Oh yeah, she's always she's a cab all day, girl. If I had a cock, this is where I tell you to suck it. Or did she say <laughs> dick? Yeah. If, if I, I had, had a dick, cock. this is where I tell you to suck it. Maybe I don't know. She's so fucking funny. So legendary. Um,
1: Rest in peace,. Buddy honestly, White. I'm really sorry that you were involved with this movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, she really was like the saving grace. I was so proud of her. I was like, thank you girl, for coming in and like just like stilling the scene and being amazing. And then like that Kelly girl and that uh, that other guy from the game food service, like they fall game in food. love. <laughs> and I'm like, why do I care? Uh, they also give them like this really deep moment by the lake where like she explains her breakup and what's happening and like the music gets super serious and it turns into like a 90s rom-com and like they each like turn to look at each other and then just barely miss each other and you know the hopeless romantic in me was like that's cute but i think i
1: slept through that oh
0: my god (laughs) but at the same time i'm like i still don't care about you two Girl, nobody died. Can you believe nobody died?
1: Nobody that we wanted. It is
0: crazy. At the very end, when they have the big guy trapped, um, they're like about to shoot it, and then they don't. And then the Hector guy is standing by the lake, and then another crocodile pops up and eats him, and they blow its head up.
1: Yeah, crazy. Why didn't we blow the big one up? If we had that technology this whole time
0: to be study they were trying to study it or I whatever it i mean again I, i'm also on team kill the crocodile <laughs> but they killed the other one and like he bites hector's leg and i was like yes finally honestly as every minute ticked by i was waiting for like this crocodile just to start going in a rampage and something in my mind told me that betty white was killed <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like i remember her getting eaten by a crocodile and that didn't happen so maybe that happened in one effect, of the
1: next ones
0: I don't know. Does anybody else remember Betty White dying in this movie? I can't be the only one. I can't. End be.
1: Mandela effect for sure.
0: I can't be. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, y'all. Like, <laughs> it really does not serve. Um, I again, I can see again the comfort in it. So if you were like a really big fan of it, you know, years ago, I can definitely see it being like a very you know fun. Go nostalgia revisit game. it
1: and tell us how you feel now, because.
0: I mean, again, I can see it being a fun nostalgia kick, but, you know, I watching it, like, with fresh eyes in 2022, she was not serving. She was not giving what she needs to give. And you know what? These two queerdos were not feeling it, girl. I didn't, and, again, you know, the homosexual, you know, remarks and, like, homophobic, you know, underlinings were r- running rampant in this movie. So, you know, I can only enjoy it so much.
1: Yeah, suck my dick.
0: So, I don't know. What would we rate this movie? Oh, oh, oh Jesus. goodness. <laughs>
1: okay, Peter.
0: Yeah, see, Peter hated it, too.
1: <laughs> he well, said, don't you dare rate this fucking movie. I'm
0: rating this movie. Uh, Crocodiles. Out a crocodile no.
1: teeth. Teeth?
0: Okay. Okay, I'm doing it. Porno cops. I'm doing a star and a half for Betty White.
1: Yeah, I'd say one and, and a half. And
0: because there's still some funny moments in this. There's some moments that make me chuckle for sheer stupidity yes but i chuckled it's f- especially the girl saying should i take the shot while waving a gun around
1: it's a number five melatonin for me
0: a plus for me five I
1: melatonins
0: <laughs> okay everybody well that is lake placid and this week's episode next week we're going to be getting into um let me go actually check the schedule i don't think i even know girl
1: uh go ship
0: Oh, my God. We're talking Ghost Ship next week?
1: Yeah. Really? I think so. <gasps>
0: it is. It's the last week. Oh, was this week four? We came into this saying this is week three. No wonder we're tired. This is week four. I forgot there's so. five weeks this month. Oh, my God. That's why. Can you guys tell that we are just trying to get by right now? My goodness. Well, yeah, Ghost Ship next week. I'm so excited. I love Ghost Ship, girl.
1: Me too. It's I want to see how I feel about it now. Yeah, it's been a minute. Because I remember I haven't seen it since like, it came out.
0: Me either. We're Oops. always like, I love this <laughs> movie. And it's been so long. And then we come on to this podcast and we're, we're like, like, wow, that was
1: shit. Oopsie. <laughs> I forgot.
0: So, yeah, it's crazy. I just
1: remember the opening scene.
0: I mean, one of the best of all time. Yeah, the so. girls aren't doing it like that anymore. <laughs> Uh, the but girlies yeah. aren't
1: grilling anymore. They Not aren't, girl.
0: Uh, But you know what? Again, R.I.P. Betty White. You slayed this movie and saved it. And thank you so much. And I will, you know, go wash my eyes out now. And next week we will get into Ghost Ship. So let's go ahead and shout out our patrons. Um, let me get that pulled up. But before we do that, while we're well, at the very end, so let me tell everybody where they can find us.
1: You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod. You can stream us on pretty much every platform, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can email us at slasherpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Patreon at slasherpod. Yeah. Beautiful patrons.
0: And yeah, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our Patreons. Um, So, of course, let's go ahead and give a shout out to Alma R., Yvette R, Annie C, Michael D, Patience, E-Shelf, j and A Nightmare on Fear Street. So thank you guys so much. And yeah, thank you guys again so much for joining us this week. And stay spooky, everybody.
1: Stay spooky, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.